0: I ended up um, signing on um, people here in Reading, and then I went to my old network that I had from the sales job, and I just called up- In Switzerland. In Switzerland. I called up the best buying customers that like I knew for three years now, and I was like, hey, I'll build you a free website.
1: Hey, this is the Money Hole Podcast. Please like, subscribe, comment, and download. Today, I'm here with my f- good friend, Jonathan. And I'm not going to try to pronounce your name. We've known each other a while, and I honestly still can't. So. Noose Bomber. Noose Bomber. That's not that
0: bad. Bad.
1: Like, noose.
0: Noose Bomber. Bomber. Yeah. Right? Okay. It means like walnut tree. Walnut tree. I like I don't that. Know, I don't know the story about it, but... Well, you're definitely
1: someone who I've wanted to have here for a long time. I've actually told your story uh many times, and I think it's such a good story for people to hear. You're also the definitely the the biggest guy I've had here. <laughs> These chairs are kind of small they're
0: kind of perfect
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing this so let's uh so take me back to you know when we met you were dating Hannah, yes, who was our She's like our family. I don't even like calling her a babysitter because she was like, she's like family, you
0: know? And you were in Reading, but originally, tell me your story, man. Yeah. I mean, we can go go all the way back, but I was born and raised in Switzerland Mm -hmm. and I had the same address for my, for the whole life, for my whole life until I moved to America. And uh, I was raised on a farm. Rural. So... Everything is close by in Switzerland, but I was definitely, I grew up on a farm, farm kid, outside all the time. And I was the oldest. Like milking cows? Milking cows. nine yards, yeah. And, you know, like I remember just working outside as soon as I could think. And I could drive the tractor as, a, as soon as I could reach the clutch. My dad would let me drive. And um, I loved it. Yeah. Working with my hand. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's Yeah, I used to be a carpenter in Switzerland. So, grew up on the farm, working with my hands, and carpentry and building. And you got into the military over there, right? Yeah, you were sending me pictures of you with like ARs and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) I was in the military police. Yeah, and um, it's a in Switzerland every man still has to go to the military, and so I did that for you know time, and then every year you have to go back, um, uh, to serve. Uh, a couple of your days, and as long as you live there, yes, it's like you're done at like at some point in your life in your 30s. And when I moved here, I actually you know had to buy myself out to not serve anymore. But it's, it's a great learn uh, learning and leadership experience in the military. And mm-hmm. we had a lot of just fun and learning and growing. And as a leader, you're like 20 years old and you lead 40 people. Wow, go figure! In like real life, to do that, and it was just you know growing a lot. It was a, it was one of the hardest times, and one of the most growing times. Wow! And so then you met Hannah. Yeah, It was after the military.
1: After the military. Yeah. And how? Tell me about tell me about that because Hannah was like, she's she's also six foot.
0: What? She's six foot exactly. She
1: a beautiful six foot lady, and my wife and I were like praying for her to meet someone, <laughs> but we didn't have any friends around us who we thought were good enough for her. Uh-oh. So then we started hearing about you and. And, we're, and then we met story. you and we're like, oh
0: my gosh, this seems right. <laughs> funny story. Yeah. I was not on the lookout for Hannah, but then she happened. Yep, She just, you know, happened. I did not tell her this, but when I saw her for the very first time, I knew I'm going to marry her. Wow. Like that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, wanted that kind of experience, but when it actually happened, I was just so nervous. I didn't tell her anything that would have been weird, but I met her and I knew I, I knew instantly. Like this is the one you stole her from us. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you, you guys
1: met, we ended up having your wedding at our house yeah, it was so and it was incredible. We didn't even know that that could happen there. That was so cool how you guys pulled that together. And oh. it, it was, we, it was cool. It was a great experience. Now we know we could totally have a wedding at our house. It was a, I thought it was a beautiful wedding and oh, it's beautiful. You, uh, we zoomed your family in from Switzerland. COVID, yeah. Which was, oh, because it was COVID. Yeah. That's right. You know, during that time, I I wasn't living like it was COVID. I got to be honest. But. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Different story. But, there, but yeah, we had the wedding there. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then you guys had to move back because you didn't actually have your green card at the time. Yeah. You were on a temporary yeah. uh, student or work or religious visa of some sort. So yeah. you did have to go back. Yes. And your intention was to come back. And that's when you and I connected. And if memory serves me right, you know, you and I started spending time together. We had cigars in common, God in common, Yeah. but you were super interested in entrepreneurial uh, opportunities and investing and really trying to find a way to do things differently. Because one of the things I learned from you was Switzerland,
0: the culture there, it's completely different. Yeah, it's it's different. It also depends on what people you hang out with. And I figured in the States I was maybe with more entrepreneurial people. Mm-hmm. I think they're also in Switzerland. You just have to find them. Okay. That's um, probably true. Um yep. that's probably what my experience is now looking back. Yep. But when I grew up, I grew up in a in a wonderful family, but I didn't learn much about entrepreneurship and how to, you know, just do something different out of the box. It was like go to school get your apprenticeship, like your degree. And I did that in carpentry. And then you work your life, like 40 years in that job. And then that's what you do. And it's so funny. I have people, like friends that I went to school with, they still work the same job for 15 years now, coming up 15 years. Because you start working at 15 in Switzerland in your apprenticeship, 16. And it's like crazy to me how someone would stay. Anyways. But it may not be crazy to them. You know, that's, that's the
1: thing is, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, But there are people like you who you just, you know, and I'm the same guy. I mean, you just, you, you grow up and you're like, I don't want to do it like my parents did it. and And there's got to be a different way yeah. and you don't know what it is, but you're, you just have this fire to find it. And, and that's exactly. what I saw in you. I mean, you know, you moved back to Switzerland with the intentions of coming back with yeah. a green card and we hoped it would be a year.
0: Yes, and
1: it ended up taking three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you were calling me, Facetiming me all the time. What books should I read? And you know what? Where should I invest money? And I and I'm going to tell you the way that I remember it. But if I miss anything or, but what I remember is this: you would call me all the time, text me, Facetime me, send me videos, and I loved talking with you. But three kids, and you you know, it's it's night when it's day over there, and it was hard for us to connect. But I just remember you would read the books and they're like, what should I do? I'm like, well, see if they have a sales job over there. Yeah. Because if you can get into a sales job and make commission, you're not going to be capped on what you can make. Live below your means. Yeah. Save your money. Yep. And, you know, and and we, so we went through this journey together and, you know, it was so good for me because I actually saw you do every single thing I told you to do. That's amazing. And I tell people all the time, like, here's a guy who got a sales job over the course of a year Became the top seller, yeah. To the point where the boss was like, "Hey, man, you're making more than everybody else. Like, we got to do something about this." And and I think it was last summer you called me and you said, "I'm gonna quit," and you just had a baby. Or you're yeah. about to have a baby.
0: Yeah, we had the baby. Oh, you had after the baby. I quit.
1: So you said, "I'm gonna quit and start my own business." Do you remember what I said to you? Oh, yeah. I, I, give me a business plan, something like that. Yeah. Well, you just had a baby. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, was, slow down, man, yeah, do so a business plan. You're like, what's a business plan? And I just found one and sent it to you. And, yeah. and uh, we went over it together. And your, your idea was to create a business, because I think we had talked about, you're like, what kind of business? I think like, yeah, there's real estate. You could do what I'm doing, but it takes a longer. We talked about a lot of options. Yeah. And I said, look for, I think I remember telling you, look for the, the things that people need the most that's relevant right now, which is clearly yeah. technology. Yeah. And marketing Marketing and things like AI and automation. Oh, yeah. And so you you were telling me like, hey, I have these ideas. I did this research and um, I think I can make calls at night into America. Yeah. um, And I can create sales. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you've impressed me this far. Let's see how it goes. And so you started doing that. Yeah. What was your idea?
0: Yeah. So the idea was to make more money than in my sales job and grow more. That was the idea. And then I just needed a vehicle for that. And I think online sounded like the place to be. And I I started with multiple different ideas in what's called, you know, SMMA, social media marketing. Mm -hmm. And I went through a bunch of ideas quick until I found like what I'm doing right now. But I started with wanting to generate business for other businesses, like a high ticket service. And that's a, that's one way to do it. And then I found a different, different things to do. And I ended up with simple website hosting, building websites for free, just incredible websites. And I just, um, I live off the hosting of these websites. And that's what I'm doing right now. And the hardest part is to sell the website or get people to want a free website. Well, especially
1: when you live in Switzerland and yeah. you, you don't even have a
0: green card. I didn't have it at the time and I I ended up um, signing on um, people here in Reading and then I went to my old network that I had from the sales job and I just called up In Switzerland In Switzerland I called up the best buying customers that like I knew for three years now and I was like hey I'll I'll build you a free website I looked up the websites of the customers and some of them didn't have any or really old ones and it was like free money it was that That's what I did um, as well in Switzerland. So I would visit them in person and mm-hmm. sign them up pretty much the same way I did business with them before, just for my business. Now. And
1: and you weren't hurting at the sales job when you left. I mean, it was going good. It was going good. I mean, you were making six figures. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone and you know, they would have thought that was kind of a crazy idea for you to walk mm-hmm. away from something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and everybody who told me it was a crazy idea, um, told me it was a crazy idea to start this job in the first place. Yeah, this, it, And, you know, I, I didn't, I don't know if how much you know about this, but I was in a school program. The same time I started the sales job, I started a school program that was supposed to teach me about sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. Half, like half a year in, I quit and nobody understood. And I was like, this is not what I need. This does not reflect like, if I want to make a difference, if I want to build a successful business, this is not the program I need. And I had invested, I think, $10,000 at this point. Hmm. And I just pulled the plug on that. And then, yeah. But it was all about like, where do I learn the most? And it was in the sales job at the time. I I learned way more taking that extra day a week, not going to school and like learning and reading books, books Hmm. that you would recommend or other business people. Yeah, And so- Doing that for three years, reading a book a week-ish, sometimes more, um, and applying what you read. So huge. Like, you can read all day long if you don't apply it. Um, it's so true. And so I loved that job for that reason. It would give me an opportunity to double my income. And Yeah, and you were, you were connecting
1: with business owners. You oh. were building relationships. You were learning about... Man, managing
0: expectations,
1: oh my God, yeah. um, facing selling, the fears,
0: facing the like. I was so
1: terrified to knock on someone's door. Well, t- I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but tell me about that because I remember uh, a lot of our calls were around. Oh yeah, remember those
0: calls? Yes, I do, and I remember it like it was yesterday when I was literally paralyzed in bed, sick. My my physical body responding to the fear I was experiencing because I was so afraid of making calls to set appointments, to go visit customers and sell tools. And I remember one day I made 48 calls and I didn't set one appointment. Mind you, usually I make 48 calls, like in the end I would make 48 calls and set 40 appointments. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I didn't set was because they bought so much from me the the month before, they still had enough tools. So it was was such a fear thing and I was Mm -hmm. so paralyzed by fear. That it was um yeah, it was really, you know, having to deal with that um on a deep level. I almost forgot about that. But it was it was like the major yeah. point. Like if I didn't go through that, it yeah, it was it was just major. Yeah. Fear of failing, that. fear of fear fear of like what do people think of me? And yep. it really doesn't matter. Like it doesn't
1: matter. No, man. And You're never gonna get over that fear unless you go straight into it. And I don't remember what my advice was when you were calling me.
0: Repetition, maybe. Just go. Yeah,
1: it was probably something like just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. And I'm so glad that you shared that journey with me because it was really helpful to remind me what that was like. Yeah. Because that's what keeps 98% of working class people from going into business. Yeah. That fear. It's so difficult. So you're, you quit the job, you start the sales job, you've got some money saved, you've read a lot of books. Uh, you know, By the way, I wanted to share this. There's a guy in Reading who I've known for a long time. He's got a $100 million business now. And I saw him recently post a video and he was showing all these books that he's read and what they did for him. And yeah. he said, I don't actually think college helps you. And he said, I have a degree in business. He said, the only class that is applicable to what I do today is accounting. <laughs> and, there, and there was two things I took from that. The first thing is how important um, accounting is mm-hmm. and how I think a lot of people, even if it's just their family, they need to become an accountant to their finances. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important right now. Yeah uh, but the second thing is you know and you you mentioned this is that you can you can only learn so much man yeah. from going into a lot of the schools and trade schools yeah. out there. I mean that's not true for every school. Yes. I don't I never went to school so to some degree I can't say I have experience with that. Yeah. But I have enough experience with people like you and I have enough friends who are multi multi millionaires. One of my friends is 105 million never went through high school. Um, to know that there is there is there there is a lesson to be learned for people that just, they just learn the hard way. Yeah. They, they they just go for it. So you started your business, you're making sales in Switzerland, you're creating relationships in, in America,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you, you're you applying for your green card, Yeah, and it's taken a while, and you don't know when it's coming.
0: We just have an idea when it's coming. Yeah. We
1: don't know. Because you're telling me all these dates that you think you'll be here, and it keeps getting <laughs> it keeps pushed back, and- yeah. Push back, and yeah. you guys have your baby, and and I'm like, okay, okay, and and then November of this year, yep. you guys land here, and you end up staying in Trey's Airbnb, yeah. and we help you find a car and stuff. How's that it's car running, good. by the way? It's good. It's running great. Good. Just let me know if there's a problem with it. I know who sold it to you. <laughs> um, so. And, and now you're, you're, you're doing some amazing things. Like you, we've had a lot more time to spend together now because you're here amazing, and you've been able to kind of share with me what you're doing. And I didn't realize that some of the things I'm looking into in my business are the very thing that you're actually really good at now. You're going to conferences all over America and you've got connections all over the world now. And so I just, man, I love your story. And here's why I thought it was so important for people to hear it there are so many people right now in America who think that they don't have a way out. Yeah, They think that, they listen to the news, they listen, they look at the, maybe how their parents did it, they look at their friends, they listen to their coworkers, Yeah, and they really think that there is no way for them to find a way
0: out. And it's not that I'm like against education in general, it's just that what we think is actually education Might not help you as much as you think. Like going to college, it could be great, but I think most people would benefit more from a a different kind of education. There's so much online, like, like what I'm doing right now. I would say eighty percent is learned on YouTube, Mm -hmm. and it's like no joke. Yeah, YouTube's crazy. And then, just this is an example. Like, I. I have never been on a podcast and I was like ChatGPT this is literally me 30 minutes ago like what what makes a good podcast on ChatGPT the stuff that comes out there it, it's it's insane and you can What did it say? You know it, it talks about like the quality of audio and and sharing stories in a way that um engages listeners like you know, facts are great, but make a story out of it. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. Yeah, be real. And you know, you go back and forth with it. It took, it took maybe five minutes to just go back and forth, and it basically said, "Make a story out of what you um, experienced. If it yeah. was just a fact, tell the story of the fact." Mm-hmm. And the fact that we have this nowadays is it's it's just mind boggling for for people who don't know that, you know, who are hopeless or think like. Oh everything's going down like this is not true it's the opposite like the opposite. it's the best time to start a business to learn about stuff like what used to cost you $10,000 for an online uh, marketing course you can go on YouTube for free you just just focus for 2 hours and do it
1: i talked to a guy about a month ago and he was a really famous wall street guy Really famous. He lives in Miami and he literally, I don't think he comes out of his his house like ever. He what? just, he, and he, to, he told me, he said, Wall Street doesn't want people to meet guys like me. He doesn't want people like you to meet guys like me. He said, they want me to be in a closet, but I'm going to show you something and it's going to change your life. Tell me about it. And so he says, he, he shows me this algorithm he created for day trading. Yeah. And when I say day trading, I wanna qualify that. This guy over 30 years has never once tried to hit a home run. He doesn't try to bet, he doesn't try to go big. He built an algorithm I would say. to where he can, it doesn't matter if stocks are going up down or sideways, he can find a way to make a little bit amount on the movement every single day. And so I'm talking to this guy and he said, you know why I do this and why I love it? I said, why? He said. Because our government is doing some things right now that I don't like. And a lot of people don't like. And I feel like this is a way for me to get back at him. I don't need the money anymore. And he shows people how to do it. He's yeah. got, there's a small group and people in Puerto Rico that are part of this group. and But this guy, like the skills that he showed me and he, a bunch of my friends are doing right now. I mean, it's the simplest thing. And if it wasn't for the internet and technology, I'd have never had a chance to meet this guy. It's so amazing. It's crazy. people. It's just crazy. So he set up these bots on my computer. I mean, it was wild, like VPNs and all these different things. (laughs) I was like, are you sure this guy's legit? And um, it's just wild, man. And every day, I think this podcast for me, one of the greatest things that's come out of it is I've had some incredible people sitting in that chair that have told me their story. And and man, I'm just getting so much out of it. it. It's just blowing my mind. So so, t- so tell me what you're, what you're doing right now, you know, and what your, what your opportunity is for the future and mm-hmm. kind of what you're dreaming about. You're obviously not laying in bed in fear anymore. You, you have some confidence. Yeah. You've got your, you got your green card. You started a business. You've got an account. You're self-employed. Yeah. Um, which is so important for people to
0: hear that. Yeah. Um, what am I doing? I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm I'm building a f- like a freedom business yeah. before I build a scale business. Yeah. And I haven't done either one of those, but what I'm doing is I'm pursuing an opportunity which that I think has a lot of upside and ultimately will provide financial freedom for my family. And that is um something that gets me really excited and gets me out of bed very easily and very early. And, and very early. Yeah, mind you <laughs> the time difference works out in a way that if I'm here at 5am I can like have two or three hours of business hours in Switzerland where my yeah. customers are located or some of my customers are located and pr- building a, a business that um just provides value to the marketplace um where I have more leverage on my time I don't have to go in person anymore to go visit a customer and sell them tools and earn a commission but I can be here and do business in Switzerland or anywhere in the States without leaving the my office. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. And yeah. building a business that um has where I have more leverage on my time. Mm-hmm. And it's a learning process. I might tell you in five months, hey, this was this was really um yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a it's a, a nice time to be in right now. It's literally growing. Um it's growing me so much. It doesn't matter yeah what
1: happens in five months. It does because you have learned that if you take that drive and you stay curious, oh yeah, and you stay, you you stay a student, you just want to learn, yeah, and you pay attention to trends and you pay attention to patterns, and you look at things that are relevant, you will always find a yeah. way to win, yeah, you know, because that that's who you are, man, and yeah. and that's why I love spending time with you. I told Heather the other night when you left the house, I told Heather, I said. That guy is going to do things that is going to blow people's minds. Oh. Mark my words. Like if I could bet on somebody, I'll put it all on him. He's going to go so much further than I've ever gone. And I truly believe that, Jonathan. I really do believe that. Thank like you. that's not just for this podcast. Like Thank I told you. her that, and I just want you to know that I I believe that. So
0: yeah, and let me um, put in another aspect of I feel like why I'm so driven, and I mentioned family a little bit earlier, yeah. but if it wasn't for Hannah and Isla. And I I mean, there's always greater purpose to do stuff, right? So like I have these ideas and things I want to do in the future that require lots of money. And if it wasn't for Hannah supporting who I am, I I wouldn't know what, what like, you know, I don't know if I would do it, if I could do it. Mm. It's just so, you know, I was home for lunch today and we just talked briefly and she was just saying like how proud she is of me. And I, you know, it just matters. It matters a lot. And, it does. and to have a family and just have people rooting for me is amazing. Yeah. And so different journeys um that you're on. Like if and it's so funny, you said this before, but isn't it funny how if if you knew what's coming against you in like when you're actually doing this stuff, like being a salesman or building a business, if you actually knew the challenges, you would never start, right? Oh, and so having people in your corner rooting for you, like Hannah, like you, like yeah. it is just so. It's so everything, boring. man. It's everything. It's like,
1: it's everything. I was doing a goal setting uh, thing last night for our company and we were doing the wheel of life. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. And I was talking about friends and I happen to know a lot of people don't have friends, <laughs> not like the friends I have. I know that's true. It's So sad. And so I, I was like, how do I convey this to them? And I just said, I said, let's just say that you're in a really important meeting in your life and like, it's going to make a huge difference for you and your family. And it, and there's a lot riding on it. Hmm. Like friends are the people that are texting you saying that they're thinking about you, they're praying for you and they're asking you the next day, how did that meeting go?
0: Yeah.
1: And if you don't have people like that in your life, you're missing out on one of the most valuable parts of yeah, life.
0: Absolutely. It's so true. It, it is like, it's. I don't know the experiences, the success. Like when I when I made the first sale in my business, um, in my business, all I wanted to do was tell my friends, you know. Mm-hmm. When I had that first, I remember this year when I brought home the first contract for my website, that feeling of, I know this is gonna work, um, and telling my friends and family about it. That was just you just had to celebrate with people. It's so so important. It's so important, man.
1: Yeah, that's so cool, man. Well, I'm so grateful for you, Jonathan. I'm so glad we're friends. I knew that I didn't even, you know, we're always thinking about like what people need to hear. And I don't know if you know this, but I've been telling your story for a while to my friends because it inspires me, man. It's like it takes all my excuses away. (laughs) Seriously, man. You you know, you talk It's what's what's ironic is you talk about leverage of time and financial freedom. But I happen to know how hard you've been working. And it is anything but freedom in the beginning. <laughs> no, there's no freedom about it, man. Yeah. I mean, you are here at like four 30 in the morning and raising the baby and it's, but there's something beautiful about that. And, yeah. you know, there's something that just makes, makes you feel good when you work hard.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's not always going to stay like it is right true, now. True. However, I do find fulfillment in being very efficient with my time and mm-hmm. being, um, productive it's being like the the people that you surround yourself with it's just so key and being here in this space and having just high performers and people that want to go somewhere um it's just so important And if anyone listening is you know thinking about changing um this the people that they have around like i for the better i would encourage that a lot Mm -hmm. and i mean you inspire me you get like it, it is it is very easy to be um the best version of yourself if you're around the right people. So
1: Oh, it totally is. And the opposite is true. Isolation, you know, it's it's oh. not it's not good. I was thinking about that yesterday. I would not be anything close to where I'm at today if it wasn't for the fight to be around people that intimidate me, yep. people that I don't think, you know, I got that little voice. You're not good enough to hang out with them, but I just always this like, man, so I just, that- I just gotta go. I, we all have it, right? Yeah. But always- you just, you just keep going and you, and then eventually you realize, you know, I'm,
0: that's, that's a lie. Like, yeah. Self-talk and yeah. stuff. Like when, uh, I would be the, mo- whenever I'm the most scared to talk to someone, I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the better. Yeah. You feel, but it still, it happens. It happens. It like, does. Yeah. We have
1: a thing. We tell people if you have like, if you have a bad mindset, um, like what do you think most people do if they have like a depressed, bad, discouraged mindset? Yeah. Most people on average, like what do you think they do? Well, you probably wouldn't know cause you've never done it, but I'll <laughs> tell you what they do. They usually like go home early. Yeah. Drink beer. Turn on TV. It's so sad. They yeah. just find a way to like medicate or yeah. um, sort of like isolate. Yeah. I've been guilty of those things. And me too. I, I know that, you know, so, and so what we've been telling people is like, if you have a funky mindset, you know, number one, let someone else know. Yeah. talk. Pick up it. that 5,000 pound phone and call a friend, which yeah. I'm not always great at, but also make 10 sales calls. Yeah. Go work out. Yes. And and there's like this step of three things that we're talking about doing. It's like you will feel so much different after you do those things. Yeah. So you will true. completely change your perspective.
0: And I I love it because it happens to me too. And just talking about it, it could be an easy example. Like whenever I wouldn't pick up the phone um the first thing in the morning when I'm doing my sales job to to schedule appointments, you know, be very transparent about it with my coworkers and talk about it. Or When I don't know, watch you watch too much YouTube. Just it's too late at night, and you feel like garbage inside because it's just you've over. Like it's just so much, so many impressions, so many impressions. Yeah, (laughs) bright light in your eyes. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, (laughs) Hannah, but like, I'm I know that this doesn't like doesn't matter you, but like I feel like garbage because I watch so much YouTube, and um I think I can do better, and and just being open about it, and like um in any area of life. It's so, so good for you to have people with you, and like people know about your stuff mm-hmm. and I encourage that so much. Yeah. it's you know there's so many things I'm not proud of or things that I feel like I'm not good at, but for because people encourage me and know about it, yeah, it just helps. It yeah. is so so good. yeah. yeah. how are we doing? How, how much How much time five? We're at 30.
1: Okay. I'll wrap up with a quick story.
0: Let's do that. I had
1: a guy named Ed Rush on the podcast. He's um, he's like a fighter pilot through the Marines. And no he is, yeah, he's cool. He's really, he's a really cool guy. Um, And he also, um, I think he was a trainer at Top Gun. Definitely flew there. I might be getting it wrong, but oh, wow. he wrote a book called God Talks. And when he was on the episode, he gave me a copy. And the other night I, I pulled it open and I read it to my kids. I paraphrased some of it, but he just kind of gives this really simple step-by-step process of talking to God and one asking questions like, um, what are some lies I believe about? And then God, what's the truth about this? So I, my wife was gone somewhere and it was almost time for bed. So I was like, why don't we try this? So they go to the room, they come back and my daughter comes back first, Ari. Yeah. And I didn't expect this out of her. I was actually expecting David to like have something profound. And she writes, so and so, a name of a kid in school is dumb was the lie. Yeah. And I was like, well, why do you say that? And she said, well, because he bullies me and bullies everyone else. So, okay, well, what's the truth about him? And she it wrote, so and so is scared. Wow. And it was like, whoa. It was like, Amazing. And then all of a sudden I hear this crying. My son, David, comes running out of the room. Daddy, daddy, I'm not good at this. God doesn't talk to me. And, yeah. and I was heartbroken because he's such a sweet boy. You know, David, yeah. he's like the sweetest spirit in the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I say? And it ended up turning into something so special. He, I, I just sat him down. I said, son, you are, you are so competitive. You want to be good at everything you do. <laughs> and you are. I said, remember when you rode a bike the first time? you crashed it. Now you can ride a bike anywhere and you're the fastest guy wherever we go. You're always in front. I said, what is it inside of you that thinks that you're going to be good at everything you do the first time you try it? (laughs) I said, you know, I relate to that because I want to be really good at everything I do, but we, but we have to learn skills and we have to learn how to do things. We We have to practice things. And he ended up understanding it. It And it'd be this really cool thing that We will connect on, but but I think the point that I'm trying to make there is I don't, I don't want talent, man. I I really value the hard way and learning things. I, you and I grew up with so many people that had talent and they did nothing with it.
0: It's so sad.
1: And so it's just like, yeah, there's, there's probably people out there who have talent and they work hard, but that's not my story, you know? And so anyways, man, bro, I, I'm so appreciative that you did this. Thank you for making the time. And I know that people are going to get inspired out of your story. And, um, you know, you've got some incredible marketing websites. I'm looking into them for our industry, our whole company. Um, there's so much more than a website. I mean, we didn't really go into that, but if someone's looking for that, get a hold of Jonathan or get a hold of me, leave a comment. So appreciate you
0: being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me.